This is because I want to. Hey, welcome to Because I Want To, where we talk about whatever we want to. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Sarah. And we're here again. <laughs> we exist! Yay! <laughs> I, like- I thought you were going to say my name for your name for a second. I'm Sarah. <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> inside panicking, not knowing what to do. <laughs> I never warn Lindsay when it's her time to do the intro. I just let nature take its course. I was just staring at you and you pointed at me and I was like, all right. It's, he, sounds he sounds like I'm torturing him, like- but I promise I'm not. He's fine. <laughs> he sound- I thought he was a bird. <laughs> I'm debating letting him out, but if I let him out, he and Bean are just going to like play and growl at each other the whole time. Gotcha. Did he get a bark collar? I got one for Bean, and I think it's been good. It doesn't cut out all the barking, but it reduces it. Yeah. He really doesn't like me talking, I guess. He was fine before we started. He's so clingy and protective. I feel you, man. Moose is clingy, but she's not protective. <laughs> uh, but look at his little baby face. I know. When um, we came back from Iceland, we were gone for two weeks. And I was like, you grew. Like, I went to hug him and he was bigger just in two weeks. Time, man. Moose has gotten bigger, but that's because she's gotten fat. <laughs> <laughs> he is so much... Um, he's so much more high maintenance than Bean was when he was a puppy. Mm-hmm. I feel like we, like, everybody I know, we all had this really easy first dog. Mm-hmm. Like, all of our friends, our first dogs were super chill, like, really easy to train, like, super smart, and then we all got another <laughs> dog, and the second dog is just problems. I was thinking that Fiverr and Moose, I think, have some things in common. So they're both spazzes. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yes. Like, Taylor's second dog, like, doesn't listen very well. She ran, she ran away. Oh, yeah. uh, Julia's dog runs away all the time. <laughs> well, he's part beagle and my beagle constantly try to run away. She would, if you left the door open, she would dart out the door as if she was living in a hell and escaping for her life. Like, that's how she acted. And her life was great. That's Bartleby is. (laughs) Yeah, like, Bartleby will get on the deck and, like, act like that's where he wants to be. And then he, like, looks all panicked. And I'm like, yeah, dude, this is the outside that you're constantly trying to get to. Like, (laughs) I don't think you'll like it. (laughs) I don't recommend the outside. I recommend the inside. (laughs) For my wussy, wussy cat. Not his thing. Well, what's new? What's going on? Nothing. I hang on. I have to burp. I did it nice and quiet. Um, I'm enjoying <laughs> the only white claws I have left, which are the black cherry ones, and I hate them. Let me see why white claw I'm drinking right now. I'm also drinking a black cherry white claw, but I just grabbed one randomly. It just it tastes like medicine. 
I like cherry Coke, so I enjoy cherry-flavored things. Oh, my God. I hate <laughs> cherry Coke. I think it's so disgusting. Oh, I it's love up there with- cherry Coke. Mm. Oh, but you like you like root beer, don't you? I enjoy root beer, but I don't – like, if I were to go somewhere, I wouldn't necessarily order it. It's I realize that I have, like – very like limited soda tastes like i like diet coke i mean like regular coke i like that's it orange soda that's and ginger ale i really like ginger ale that's about it i like ginger ale i don't like orange soda very much don't like grape soda i saw a tiktok that said if you order a ginger ale in a restaurant they don't usually have ginger ale and they'll just give you a sprite with a dash of coke and most mm. people cannot tell the difference. Oh, I could tell the difference, I think. Ginger? Ginger's I hope a I strong could. flavor. How do you not know that that's not ginger? But I also never order ginger ale in a bar because I always assume they're not going to have it. What I used to love is when I would go to a restaurant or a bar and order a cherry Coke. And so they'd be like, oh, is Coke with grenadine in it okay? And I'd be like, that's even better. <laughs> Just cherry syrup. Delicious. <laughs> Oh my gosh, they have orange vanilla Coke now, which I wish was just orange Coke, because I bet that'd be good. I don't know. I don't know. I can't even predict if I would like that or not. It sounds strange, and part of me is kind of put off by the sound of it, but could be good. I think I've made it before. You know those machines where it like lets you just like pick the flavor? I think I've made an orange Coke in those before, and it was good. Mm-hmm. So. Wow, that was a very uh, that was a tangent about beverages. Um, <laughs> so what nice. else have I been doing? I took a three hour nap today, which Other is than why we're doing this. Drinking soda. That's <laughs> why <laughs> so we're doing this later than normals because I took a three hour nap. And it took me a while to wake up. Been reading Dune about halfway through. Oh, is it good? It is good. You know how. Stuff from the 1960s just has a certain sound to it. Like people just wrote a certain way. Like, like more I remember thinking formal, that. You think? Yeah, yeah. Like I think I snapped you about this, but when I remember reading Brave New World, the language was just like mm-hmm. it took a while to get used to. Dune is kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, I think with the sentence structure and stuff, it just sounds more. Yeah, like formal, or I want to say like fancy or something. Yeah, especially considering everything else I've been reading has been like smut or <laughs> fan fiction. Uh-huh. Like my brain is like, she's struggling. She's struggling to uh, keep up. Well, it's like if you read letters that people wrote to each other like hundreds of years ago, you're like, wow, people wrote so fancy to each Mm -hmm. other just in letters just like casual correspondence do you think it was because pretty much all education surrounded like literacy that's like what it was i think yes and i also think the people who did write letters to each other were yeah kind of like you're saying educated in a certain way it wasn't like just any old joe schmo writing a letter Yeah, because I feel like if you had money back in the day, you got, like, a classical education. And I think that's mostly reading and writing. Yeah, and people – it's the same idea as people having, like, fancy handwriting. Like, they taught you to write like that. 
Yeah. My dad and my grandmother have identical handwriting because they both went to Catholic school. I rarely handwrite things now so that when I do, I'm like, wow, my handwriting's gotten really terrible. Yeah, it's always really, like, hard when the summer's over when I have to go back to writing. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> all right, this is what we're doing. It's like when I write all my Christmas cards, I'm like, oh, Jesus, I need to slow down and, like, focus. <laughs> you have pretty specific handwriting. I, I recall this. Like, I could pick your handwriting out. It's kind of like half print, half cursive. Mm-hmm. I have very teachery handwriting. Yeah, because you probably... Well, that's the thing is when I was teaching, I would write stuff on the like document camera and a lot of times like students couldn't read what I was writing. So I'd have to like write in that bubbly teacher handwriting, you know? Yeah. Because that's what they They... read. It's so funny with kids though, because I have pretty good handwriting. I would say my only flaw in my handwriting is that my like R's and ends sometimes like look the same mm-hmm. <laughs> or my no not not my r's and n's my v's and r's like look virtually identical same and kids will be like what letter is that i'm like what word am i writing like i am 100 percent sure you could figure out if that is a v or an r that's they very like... rarely if ever can be confused in that way <laughs> you're like all right kids let's do an impromptu lesson on context clues what would this word mean if it was a r that makes no sense they don't do stuff like that some of them do a lot of them don't it's why a lot of america is like functionally illiterate because you can read but you don't comprehend anything (laughs) i think this is very indicative of the region i'm in where i cross paths with someone and it was just kind of like oh how are you and i'm like i'm good how are you and they're like I'm dying on the inside. And I was like, <laughs> I was, he was like, so out of pocket. <laughs> he was like, you know, like, I seem okay, but I'm dying on the inside. And I was like, yeah, like, same. <laughs> and then, but then he goes, he says, it's the state of this country, man. I don't know where we're going. And for me, I'm like, I don't know what side you're on. Like, I don't know how to reply yeah. to that. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, again, ooh, one of two ways you could take that. If you respond in the wrong way. Right. Woo-hoo. That's where I'm kind of like, that's how polarized people are now. Where I'm like, I feel the same, but I don't know if we're on the same side of the spectrum or not. So I was just like, yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> The worst. <laughs> I was telling Lindsay, there are so many gnats in my house, and they keep, like, dive-bombing me, and I don't know where they're coming from, and I want to, like, cry about it, because... And I was telling Sarah that she needs to get carnivorous plants. That's what I'm looking for. I have a pitcher plant, and we've ordered a Venus flytrap, and I think another kind of pitcher plant, because I'm going for, like, a... Do- Morticia Adams thing. I have a question about carnivorous plants. So do they like beckon to bugs or is it just like happenstance that a bug lands on them? I think for pitcher plants and I think also for Venus flytraps, they have like a, I don't know how, what to say, like a sweet kind of smell or like the liquid in the pitcher kind of seems like sugar water or something so it beckons them in some sort of pheromone situation yeah so i think there's like a bait kind of 
deal going on. I'm, like, wondering if I got a pitcher plant where I could put it in here that my cat would not eat it. My pitcher plant? I was shocked that it's been catching little fruit flies, and it's fun. I don't think there's any, like, I'm looking at my fiddly fig. I have a giant fiddly fig in here, everyone. And I don't think he has gnats, so, like, I'm like, where... What's happening? Oh Maybe they're coming out of the attic. I don't know. Do you have know. a this... piece of rotten fruit somewhere that you have forgotten about? That has no. happened to me. I do not. So I don't know. It is stressing me out, though. This is the kind of thing that really throws my anxiety into, like, just heightened levels of ridiculousness. I don't know either. There's just a colony in your walls, and you just like living there. Oh my god, don't say that. I'll like dream about it. <laughs> it's best not to think about what's in our walls. I'm sure there's all kinds of like really oh, disturbing I things. I am positive that there is a dead animal in my like crawl space because this room last year for like a good four months smelled unbearable. Ooh, and then it went away. And I was probably. like, there's definitely something rotting in my crawl space. But yeah. whatever it was, it's There's rotted now. <laughs> dead animal, and it's just kind of mummified. So, All right. Shall we move on to our topic for today? Yes. We're talking about, like, early late 90s, early 2000s music. <laughs> yeah. Doing, like, a callback to songs that are that we really liked in – like high school and college or ones that we feel are very like, you know, you hear a song and it takes you back to a time period like those songs. Yeah. And I feel like we had very, very, very different musical tastes like <laughs> growing up. I was thinking about that because all I've been doing, I feel less prepared today than I usually do because I've just been listening to music on Spotify and favoriting songs. And I was thinking, I think Sarah's songs are going to be very different from my songs. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't really make, like, a list of songs. I just made, like, bands and stuff. But there are definitely, like, specific songs that I really like that I know you don't. <laughs> I think that you're – we both like indie, but I think your indie skews um, different from my indie. Yeah, especially – I think nowadays we might be a little bit more matchy-matchy, but, like, in college, completely different. Uh-huh. Well, here's the thing. You grew up with an older sister who, like, pointed out cool stuff to you, right? I guess. Whereas I am the oldest child of overbearing Christian parents. Mm -hmm. So I love my parents. Let me just put that out there. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty. Like, I didn't listen to anything besides soft rock mm -hmm. until... I was probably, like, 12. Mm -hmm. Well, I yeah. don't think, at least for me, I didn't really, like, start listening to a lot of music until middle school. Like, I don't know that you're yeah. in elementary school and you're like, oh, I have my own music taste that's not inspired by my parents in the car. Like, Yeah, well, especially I think nowadays kids do because there's, like, YouTube and stuff. Yeah. But when we were younger, if it wasn't on the radio, you didn't hear it. Right. And I remember being in middle school and like thinking, 
I was too alternative to be into what was really popular at the time, which is like Britney Spears and the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. So I was like very anti that. (laughs) Ah, see, I was all up in that shit. Whereas now I'm like, oh, I really enjoy a good throwback Backstreet Boys song. So when... (laughs) So there was definitely like a trend when we were 13. 12, 13, I guess, of boy bands and girl bands. So more boy bands than girl bands. Um, Spice Girls excluded. Oh, the Spice Mm -hmm. Girls. Um, We all love the Spice Girls. (laughs) There is something so fucking ubiquitous about (laughs) Spice Girls. Mm -hmm. Like, they're just wonderful. And I think the interesting thing is I didn't get into the Spice Girls until, like, probably later than everybody else. Like, my neighbors had their CDs, and I was like, oh, this is cool. Mm -hmm. And then I got obsessed with Spice World, the movie. Yeah. It's a good time. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. (laughs) Don't expect much, though. It's it's funny. (laughs) It's campy. It's of its time. Oh, my gosh. Like, they meet aliens in it? (laughs) I don't remember that part. Oh, my God. Yeah, they meet aliens, and one of them, like, grabs Jerry's boobs. And I remember as, like, a young child being like, oh, my god (laughs) that is not okay how dare you yeah so you didn't have an NSYNC versus Backstreet Boys opinion no when I was in middle school I was very much like they both are lame (laughs) because I was like oh I'm into the offspring was like my favorite band in middle school and like Blink-182 I did like Blink-182. I think I liked Blink-182 again later than everybody else, but... They got, um, like, really popular again, I feel like, when we were in high school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I liked the Backstreet Boys more than uh-huh. I liked NSYNC at the time. Looking back now, I feel like I like the Backstreet Boys better than NSYNC. The Backstreet Boys were more, like... They were not R&B. Let me just put that out there. But, like, more inspired by R&B than NSYNC was. NSYNC was like just like straight up pop. Yeah, the Backstreet Boys had a different kind of um feel to them. <laughs> I have such fond memories of us singing The Call. I love that Boys. song. That song is so, that whole album is great. Backstreet Boys, Black and Blue uh-huh. is so good. It has my favorite Backstreet Boys song on it, Shape of My Heart. I think in my head, I relegate like Britney Spears and all of that and the Backstreet Boys to middle school but it like went well into high school oh yeah I mean high school which I enjoy your MTV shirts it's very appropriate for today I remember TRL on MTV being a huge thing and Britney Spears Mm -hmm. like I would go home and watch TRL and watch like her video for oops I did it again I think that was when we were in high Mm -hmm. school Toxic? Yeah. I think that was middle school. I think that was middle school. Oops, I did it again. Yeah. I think that was like eighth grade. Stronger. I really liked that one. Oh, Brittany. 2000. Yeah, eighth grade. My brain like really placed that, didn't it? (laughs) So what genre in high school would you say was like your favorite? So I think I listened to just, just straight up like pop. Until probably, like, end of 8th grade, beginning of ninth grade. 
So, like, literally, like, all boy band stuff. Except for, the only exception, Michelle Branch. Remember Michelle Branch? Oh, yeah. She's great. I love Michelle Branch. I was listening to her today, and I was like, God, she was great. (laughs) (laughs) And then I got really into pop punk. Uh Uh-huh. So, pop punk was huge. I would say the beginning of high school, I was really into, like, emo, like, alt-rock and some Mm -hmm. pop punk, depending on what it was. And then towards the end of high school, I got more into, like, what you would call, I guess, like, indie Yeah, I think I was pretty straight on the pop punk, like, well into college. And then in college, I just completely shifted. So I remember the bands being that I really liked in high school um, that were, like, the emo alt-rock being... I really liked Fall Out Boy, of course. They were, like, huge. We all did. We all liked (laughs) Fall Out Boy. My Chemical Romance, obviously. I didn't listen to a lot of My Chemical Romance. Really? Yeah. They're still good. Oh, they're, I listen to them now, but Uh I think there was like a very, like, I don't want to say like hard line, but there was definitely a line between like pop punk and emo. Yeah. And I very, very rarely went on the emo side of things. See, with the pop, I was like the same, but the other way, because I know like you and like Julia and Taylor were really into Good Charlotte, but I never liked Good Charlotte. (laughs) fucking love charlotte to this day every time they come on i'm just like yes i really hate that song lifestyles of the rich and the famous i love that song i hate that song it's not my like favorite of their songs but like it's a jam what's like your favorite or one of your favorite good charlotte songs i really like the anthem how's that one go this is the anthem. Throw all your hands oh, yeah. up. Y'all got to feel me. Yep, that one. That one was okay. Um, I really just like the album Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous. Um, but I don't really dislike any of their stuff. Like, I liked it all. I really liked... I remember high school, this band creating the genre emo, Dashboard Confessional. I mean, like, really I, into them. <laughs> I hated Dashboard <laughs> Confessional. <laughs> I was just like, why are they so whiny? They are pretty whiny, but I remember at the time being like, oh, they're so deep. Like, you really feel what they're saying. Like, it was so new. (laughs) I feel like Dashboard Confessional was like quintessential emo, right? Like, they were. They defined the genre. They really did. I mean, listen to the name, Dashboard Confessional. Dashboard Confessional, and I really liked Taking Back Sunday. I hated Taking Back Sunday. Isn't it interesting how you and I have a lot in common, but when it comes to, like, our high school music, it's, like, very different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like us in TV, you know? We just uh-huh. we just differ. We just differ. Love Taking Back Sunday. Oh, you know what I bet we both love? The, like, huge band that blew up when we were in – the end of middle school, high school, Lincoln Park. I love Lincoln Park <laughs> so much. Do you remember when Lincoln Park, when they did the collab with Jay-Z? It's called Hybrid Theory, isn't it? I think it was the album was called, but I was trying to think of the word collab. Numb. Or no, Encore. Numb slash yes. Encore. Yeah. Love that uh, song. That was great. Oh, it's just all so good. And now I just get sad. I know. Bummer. But they were very, I would say, 
like one of the only groups that I would say, well, I don't know. How would you define them? Emo rock? I have a really hard time with defining genres. I feel like I don't understand what makes a band rock versus alt rock versus like punk versus indie. So I really don't know. Yeah. I feel like pop punk is pretty like. I wouldn't call them. Sound. I wouldn't call them pop punk. They're not like. No, they're is, not. This is what confuses me about pop because pop just means popular, but it doesn't because when you say pop it's not like a rock song like that's a different yeah. you know yeah i don't know if you're a music theorist out there if you could explain to us that'd be great <laughs> yeah but lincoln park fantastic i think they were like kind of genre crossing with mm-hmm. the rap and the rock you know who's probably the most influential person for me in this time period was Avril freaking Levine. Oh, yeah. I liked Avril Levine. I loved <laughs> Avril Levine. Like, loved Avril Levine. She is one of the only people where I can just remember putting their CD on, like, over and over and over. Her first album is still pretty good. And her later albums are good, too. Like, she still makes, mm-hmm. I enjoy her music. Mm-hmm. Her, I really, really like her second album. I think that's my favorite. What songs are on that one? Um, oh gosh, you're really putting me on the spot, friend. Well, because I, I have to, like, so I was like, I don't know how I'm going to talk about music, because I don't remember how any songs go, unless I know them really well. <laughs> I don't remember I what's remember on what album. They, they go. Hang on, I'm bringing up Spotify. This will help me in my quest to discuss these things. Is the one oh, um, Avril? Is that the one with like the rock and roll song and the smile? I like her song "Smile." I feel Under like that's my later. Skin. That's the album I'm thinking of. Oh, look at it! <laughs> uh, so like my sorry, it's like I haven't like listened to this in a while. I'm gonna have to listen to this when we're done talking. Um, but it had her song "Nobody's Home." <laughs> She, oh, no. What, I'm not gonna sing it. <laughs> what nope. song is that? Uh, Nobody's Home. And there's My Happy Ending. We can probably play like what? Isn't that like, her first one? Of it. Isn't that her first no, song? No, her first song was um, Complicated. That was off of Let Go, which also had some classics oh, yeah. like Skater Boy. Right. <laughs> can I I'm tell you? I'm with you. When um, Brock and I were driving around Iceland, we were listening to different playlists, and then Skater Boy came on. And he was like, we were listening to the lyrics, and he was like, so, like, who, who did she end up with? Like, who's the baby daddy? And I was like, I don't, <laughs> I had to explain the plot of, like, Skater Boy. And I was like, that question's, <laughs> like, unanswered. <laughs> it's implied someone not great. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you see oh, what man. happened was, and then, like, paraphrase the story. <laughs> she's really, she tells a tale, Avril Lavigne. Right. Oh, and her song, I'm With You. That one's okay. I'm with you. Oh, oh Avril. I, man, I was really an Avril Lavigne. She so was like now just a huge, because she was kind of like a response to the very poppy boy band pop star mm-hmm. movement. Because she was cool and she wore ties and she had 
eyeliner and she didn't give a fuck about what you thought. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I think the most fascinating thing about her is she looks exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Like, girl, Lyme's disease did not take you down. Remember how big Moulin Rouge was? Oh my gosh, I have a very significant memory of us at the eighth grade dance, dancing to Moulin Rouge. <laughs> oh. And we went and saw it for my 13th birthday. Moulin Rouge. Mm-hmm. My mom was not pleased. She it's, said it was ran- raunchy, and then we made fun of her the whole time because we are like, oh, is it ranchy? It is very risque. Yes, she did not enjoy that. She did not know that there was sexy times in it. Remember the band Everclear? Did you ever like them? Oh, yeah, I remember. I liked Everclear. <laughs> They're really good. <laughs> they were on... <laughs> I used to get a lot of those Now collections, mm-hmm. and they were always on there. Yeah. Which is how I know them. They sang Father of Mine, right? Yeah, Father of Mine, wonderful. They're really good, and a lot of their songs are, like, really sad. <laughs> They're, like, all really sad. Uh-huh. Father of Mine, tell me where have you been? <sighs> I just close my eyes. All right, I'll pull up my our youth playlist if you're at home and you would like to listen to a very very long playlist about all of these things i have a playlist on spotify called our youth um my username <laughs> is snydersaurus you can find we'll, it we'll link it in the instagram post it's a good time there is okay. a lot of josie and the pussycats on it though <laughs> you know what one song i feel like was so What's the word I'm looking for? Like representative of that time and is still a good song. Like it's a fucking banger. Hmm. Feel good ink. I <laughs> love that song. It's great. Song is so good. I love doing the rap in it. Mm-hmm. It's one of those you don't skip it songs. Like it comes on, you listen all the way through. That's a song where I feel like you could release it today and it would sound like it fits in. I agree. Like, it's it's very timeless in the way that... Do you remember the song Right Now by SR71? I know it. I can't think of how it goes. Yes. Yes. I always thought that song sounded, like, out of its time. Uh-huh. And... The song Flagpole Sitta by Harvey Danger. Same. That's the same thing where it sounds like it could come out of any era by just a cool mm-hmm. band. You know, it's like funny is when I worked at the library with the teenagers, with the youths, <laughs> they loved gorillas. And I was like, how do you even know what gorillas is? And they're like, gorillas is awesome. Like, they're still popular. I guess when you are animated... You are timeless. And you know what? Also, I was thinking those teens were very into the same stuff we were into, like My Chemical Romance, Panic at the Disco. And it made me think if there's just something that about teenagers or they just like that music. I've also seen a lot of stuff on TikTok about how teenagers today are really like romanticizing like the early 2000s. 
and like very into like all of that stuff so that might also like play into it oh you think it's like they think it was a cool like um like a cool just era like they like yeah, the style like, and stuff like the emo like yeah stuff let me just tell you at home i don't think anybody from gen z is listening but if you are it was not cool but then again what if because emo became a thing when we were in high school what if that's just a genre that just appeals to teenagers though they just like hot very topic possible. i think you know yeah it, it does help with the emotions it's very emotional <laughs> it's what it stands for emotional rock <laughs> like what did teenagers even listen to before there was like fallout boy <laughs> grunge grunge oh, nirvana yeah. uh-huh which is you know different font same thing yeah so were you really into Ashley Simpson? Like yes. into Ashley Simpson? Yo. Yes. <sighs> Ashley Simpson, there was this like moment where I feel like Ashley Simpson had her like grip on pop culture. Isn't it weird? She's someone who blew up and then she faded away real fast. Mm-hmm. She had like two albums and then that was like it. And she was someone who's kind of like um, Avril Lavigne, where I, f- mm-hmm. I kind of don't know how to feel because I think her aesthetic like didn't match her music and who she was. Like she was kind of faking it in a way. Oh, yeah. I think she was also, I think I forget how young she was when all that was going down. She was, um, like, she was older than us. She was like 20 or something. Yeah, but think about what an idiot you were when you were 20. Like, I was dumb. Yeah, I definitely couldn't have had an album blow up. But she also had... Did you watch her show? Hell yeah, I watched her show. Okay, in the first season of her show, it starts off with her making her album with this producer. And they have these songs. And the record label is like, we hate this. And they fire him, get her a new producer. Completely different sound. So I think it's it's all about, like, your producer and who is making mm-hmm. your music. What's going to sell? Yeah. At the time, it was pop punk, so. I feel like music towards our, at the end of our high school years got so good. Like, I favorited on Spotify, Franz Ferdinand, Take Me Out. Remember that song? Yeah, that's a great one. Modest Mouse, Float On. It's like basically the Garden State soundtrack. <laughs> Foster the People. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which Garden State had a great soundtrack. The movie doesn't hold up, I don't think. But the music does. No. The music does, yeah. Man, I was still like deep in my flogging Molly phase at the end of high school. Yeah, I thought about how I, towards the end of high school and the first like half of college, our group of friends got really into like Flogging Molly and Dropkick Murphys and Real Big Fish and stuff. And I kind mm-hmm. of, I enjoyed it. Like, I went along with it, but it wasn't, you know, mm-hmm. my favorite. They're really fun live, I think is what, because we went to a lot of concerts. Mm-hmm. And they're really fun live. I miss going to concerts. You and me both, friend. They're fun. You and me both. Yep. One day. What else? Let's see. I was really into um, Jimmy Eat World. Yes, I favorited that song in the middle the other day. 
Yeah, I got that album in ninth grade. I remember I got it in an airport on the way (laughs) to Ireland, and then I listened to it on the plane. Those good times. I wanted to wear a Jimmy Eat World shirt to church, and my dad made me change. I remember that vividly. (laughs) Classic. He was like, I guess he didn't like the name of the band. I don't know. He thought it was, like, inappropriate. Uh, I mean, who knows what it means? Jimmy World? I don't even know. But the song The Middle is so, it's such a nice message when you listen to it. Mm-hmm. It's really upbeat. I really like their song Sweetness as well. I don't remember that one. I'm not going to regale you. <laughs> oh, we have to talk about The Killers. Uh, see, I like the killers, but I don't think I like the killers with the fervor that a lot of other people liked the killers. I loved the killers in high school. I was all about them. I can probably only sing one killer song. Really? The only one I can think of is Mr. Brightside. See, that's like not, that song's okay. That's not even in my like top probably 10 killer songs. Let's see. What else we got? Oh, When We Were Young. I like that song. Oh, somebody mm-hmm. told me. Okay, I do know these songs. I just haven't listened to them I was going to say, time. like, they were very, like, on the radio constantly when we were in high school and college. You know what song I like is Human by them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Are that was. At their, they, like, as they made more albums, they kind of, like, changed their song, their sound. Mm-hmm. Like Coldplay. Yeah. Coldplay was another big one. I still love Coldplay. They are very, yeah, with every album, they evolve. Man, looking through this list. Shakira. Yeah. Shakira. Usher. Usher really had a big moment when we were in high school. Oh, my God. Evanescence. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They were huge. I loved Evanescence so much. So much. Ooh, you know what's a solid song that I think really holds up is Paper Planes by MIA. Uh, I That song's okay, but it was one of those that was like, yes, it's very of that time, but it was played so much that I like hated it by the end. Every time it comes on, I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> She's very problematic, I think. She's super problematic. I forget, like, what exactly is controversial about her, but it was not good. I feel like the OC really honestly, like, ushered in a lot of that, like, surf rock. That's the way I feel like I can describe it. Surf indie rock. That was how I found out about, um, not how I found out about, but how I, like, listened to more of, like, Death Cab for Cutie. They were mentioned on that show a lot. Love that band. The Postal Service. Uh, Love them in high school. Yeah. Rooney. 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 Loved Rooney. One of the guys from Rooney was in The Princess Diaries. (laughs) Really? Oh, my God. You know how I loved in college was um, Phantom Planet. Do you remember them? <laughs> yes. Oh, no. He was from Phantom Planet, not Rooney. Yeah, Because yeah. one of the guys from Phantom Planet is, like, an actor now. Yeah. He was in um, the Darjeeling Limited. Yeah, 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 yeah. Imogen Heap. Yes. 
which for the longest time I thought Imogen Heap was the name of a band. I didn't realize that Imogen was like a name. I didn't either. It sounds oh and is, but her na- her last name's not Heap, is it? It is. That's okay. her name. That Imogen sounds Heap. fake. That does not sound like a real name. <laughs> I only realized that like recently. Uh, Keen. Oh yeah, hi Keen. You know who blew up with um, the Twilight movies was Muse. Oh my gosh. Muse had like a real moment there. I enjoy Muse. I got really into Joseph Arthur for a while because of the OC. I don't even know who that is. He sang that song Honey in the Moon. Oh man, I was super into it. (laughs) That reminded me of, oh my God, you know, who I haven't thought about in like 10 years, who was huge when we were in high school was... um, Jack Johnson. Remember him? I did not. Yes, I didn't <laughs> like him. <laughs> I can't even tell you one of his songs now. Only one I can think of is Banana Pancakes. Back to my playlist of many good... Ugh. Okay, so high school, pop punk, all that shit. College, I got very into like... Feist and Sufjan Stevens mm-hmm. and it's like quiet indie I guess is the best way I could describe it remember Joshua Radden yeah he really uh filled that yeah he's very <laughs> quiet indie in college I mean college was when I started getting really into because I think about oh wait no that's when we studied abroad I'm skipping forward in time because Mumford and Sons didn't come until like towards the end of college, I think. Mm-hmm. But I got really into them when they came out. That was like when folk really hit the scene mm-hmm. and got really big, like indie folk. You know, it was a great band, and I think their music really holds up is the New Radicals. Yeah, agreed. Although I only know two of their songs. (laughs) The two songs Uh, everyone knows. Yeah, because they're great songs. (laughs) I remember Umbrella by Rihanna being fucking huge. Yeah, I... Gosh, this is going to get me I loved Umbrella. I never liked Rihanna's music very much. I like some of her music. I love the catchier songs. I liked S&M. I like that song. I was going to say, do you think... Feel Good Inc. is better than Clint Eastwood. I'm trying to think of how Clint Eastwood goes. Dun, 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 dun. It was their first song. The essence we make it. Allow me to make this. Childlike in nature. Rhythm. You have it or you don't. That's a fallacy. Uh, I'm in them. They're both good, but I like Feel Inc. more. Feel I think good I like Inc. Clint more. Eastwood better. Really? Eve 6. Remember Eve 6? Yes. Inside Out is another song that I think stands the test of time. Mm hmm. They're great. Weezer, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Island in the Sun. Classic. That was like the only song I knew. Like Island in the Sun. And um, Mm -hmm. Half Pipe. Say Anything. Remember Say Anything? Oh, yeah. I really liked them. (laughs) Uh huh. It was a good time. What was the first concert you ever went to? It was a Flogging Molly one, I think. Gotcha. Mine was No Doubt. No Doubt is solid. Yeah. 
I went with Danielle because the distillers were opening for them. And that was when I still pretended to like that kind of music. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, great. Um, but really, I was excited for No Doubt. Although I was listening to, I remember really liking their, um, like, Saturn. It was like Return of Saturn album. And I was listening to it too the other day. And a lot of it's, like... I don't know. Some of Gwen Stefani's songs, she has a song called Marry Me. And it's just like, who will be the one to marry me? It's a lot of like, I don't know, <laughs> lame stuff Gwen like Stefani's that. Gwen Stefani's one of those people that I feel like <laughs> if I knew her, I probably wouldn't like her very much. I really, I loved like Tragic Kingdom as everyone loves that No Doubt album. But mm-hmm. I really didn't like, I hated Hollaback Girl. I hated the Banana song. I hated... Her, like, later stuff. Yeah, she, like, very segued real hard into, like, another <laughs> category. I just, yeah, I don't know. And again, like, her later No Doubt albums was a lot of, like, her, it's like her diary, which is fine, but I, I don't know, it makes me cringe sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds so mean. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get that. There was, like... I feel sometimes you listen to, like, old songs and you're just like, really? This is what I was, like, jamming to? And you listen to it now and you're like, this is not a good song. This is not good music. That's like, okay, so Blink-182, as we've discussed, loved. Two of them had an offshoot band called Boxcar Racer. Mm Mm-hmm. And they had a song called I Feel So. And that song, if you listen to it now, is... Yeah. I feel so mad. I feel so angry. Yeah, I just can't. I think lyrics, I'm someone who I don't really, I feel like I don't notice lyrics unless they're really bad. And those are bad lyrics. Yeah, they're not great. (laughs) Oh my gosh, do you remember how big the Bare Naked Ladies were for a while? Yeah. I love, I saw them in concert. They're great. We have to talk about, I don't know if you ever listened to Lauren Hill. I loved Lauren Hill. I have not. I think the only Lauren Hill I've listened to is when she was with the Fugees. That's like it. Really? Her yeah. album, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill, is still like amazing. It's so good. I liked her a lot in the Sister Act, too. Oh my god, that was like before she made any music. <laughs> You're like, I liked her and that like one thing she did <laughs> when she was yeah, like no, 16. I, really... <laughs> I haven't listened to her. All right, I think we gotta end it. <laughs> I can't with my dog. All right, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this. Do all the things. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.